Hello, and welcome to Young Valley Leaders, WDIY's newest monthly show featuring upcoming movers and shakers right in your backyard, making it happen for themselves and in our community. I'm your host, Lewis Holzman, and today I'm here with Will Sang. Also, before jumping in, a big, big shout out to some people making this program possible. Lauren Matthews with the logo design for the Young Valley Leaders brand. Matt Cajun live and in studio with us today behind the camera making this interview come to life on screen. James, Seamus, and the good folks at WDIY for giving the time and space to bring the show alive and supporting efforts to disseminate across website, YouTube, streaming platforms, and social media. Will, we've known each other pretty well, you know, over the past decade or so, collaborated on many things in the community. Let's get into it a little bit. He's the acting executive director of human resources for the Allentown School District, a real estate investor, a community activist, and a competitor at heart, always striving for the best, a true Lehigh Valley champion, growing up in Allentown, now in a leadership role for the school district he went through, and a graduate of Moravian and Lehigh Universities. Your fingerprints and impact on people and places here are pretty extensive. Thank you for coming into the studio today and, and joining the show. And by the way, happy birthday here as we sit on February 7th, although the show may be posted a little bit after the fact. Thank you so much, Lou. Humbled to be here, honored to be here. I'm really excited for this new podcast as far as your Young Valley leaders and really honored to be the inaugural guest. I appreciate the intro. Just really uh, excited to be here, man. Cool, cool. Well, let's uh, dig into it a little bit. I mean, with this show, what we're really looking to feature is not only uh, the younger generation that's making it happen here in the Valley, but people that can provide some good insight to others that are maybe searching for their next step in their career or how to get more involved within the community. Let's just start at the top here with your your role within what you do day to day. I mean, knowing you personally, I know it's pretty much a 24-7 job, but in bare bones form, what does acting executive director of HR, human resources, what does that even mean? What do you do? So I'm the acting executive director of human resources, actually also serving as the director of human resources. And the human resources department within a school district is a very busy one. Uh, human resources is really the recruitment, the retention, the recognition, as well as collaboration with payroll, with leaves, with accountability as far as you know investigations and the like. But it is a, an all-encompassing job. It's a, the district that you know you and I came up with, so I have a lot of passion for it. I have a lot of passion for our students and, and the, the outcomes that we strive to give them. So overall, it's, it's looking at how do we bring in top talent? How do we recognize them once they're with us as far as that retention angle for making them feel a part of something greater than oneself? That's really the goal of a good organization. In a, in a, in a well-run, effective organization, you don't hear people saying, that's not my job. It's all hands on deck. Sure. It's everyone feeling like they're a part of something bigger than oneself, that their values align with the company's values, that they're properly onboarded, they're properly trained. So it's certainly a big endeavor. Kind of the evolution of my career has me on the operational side of things where I've been on the academic side of things for a large number of years. But I think it's it's a good fit for my skill set and what the district needs. And it's a, an exciting time in, in Allentown in general, as well as the Allentown School District. Yeah, well, that, you, you bring up a nice segue there, actually. And something I was curious about is, you know, how did you come up in your career? You mentioned being on the academia side and now more on the operational side and over the past 
I don't know, 10 or so years uh, that's evolved. So what, what is that path? Because, I, I mean, I just looking at your resume briefly, didn't seem like HR was in the background. So how did that come to the forefront and, and where'd, you, where'd you come from? Graduate of the Allentown School District, graduate of William Allen, was a student athlete there as you were. Feel indebted to the education that I received from the teachers there, from the coaches there, prepared me really well to be a student athlete at Moravian then college, now university in Bethlehem, uh, where I, I studied education. I studied historical studies. It's interesting now where uh, on the recruitment side of things, trying so hard with a teacher shortage nationwide and specifically in Pennsylvania to recruit fully certified effective teachers where when I was entering the workforce, it was extremely difficult where I had a, a historical studies degree, a social studies certificate and couldn't get in anywhere. So I started wow. as a substitute teacher in 2005, saw the writing on the wall and took a math praxis so I could be dual certified and open more doors for myself. Taught math at my alma mater, William Allen, which was to date myself here at a time when you were attending uh, William Allen <laughs> yeah, High School. Uh, that's true. You were a teacher when I was there. <laughs> but that opportunity to turn uh, your former teachers and mentors into coworkers and peers was definitely an interesting experience. As a part of like my indebtedness to Allentown, was able to apply for and be accepted into a program with in partnership with Lehigh University called the Allentown Principal Leadership Initiative, where in exchange for you know my service to Allentown School District, I was able to take classes, get an educational leadership master's and a principal cert, spent time in an assistant principal role at Harrison Morton at Washington Elementary, nearly six years as a principal at Lehigh Parkway, which is an aside for people listening out there, probably the most fun job you could have as an elementary principal. You know, the, the amount of enthusiasm in life and, and get to walk around like you're a rock star is, <laughs> wow. is really cool. Transitioned at a time, we had a superintendent that tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, you're doing great things here. I'd like to see what your impact could be in a different role that we need someone and transition to the director of alternative learning for the Allentown School District. That was an adventure, especially because I was in charge of our virtual programming at the time COVID hit. So Oof. a lot was put on my shoulders to take the 185 students we had in our virtual programming to 17,000 kids. Hold as on, far you as say 185 to 17,000 kids. That's correct. And, and how quickly was that transition? A matter of, of weeks. Oh my goodness. I mean, the world shut down and it was, how do we take some of the lessons we learned from our virtual programming and apply it to the masses? We went from, a, again, uh, urban district. In, in my opinion, we've had many conversations about this, the funding formula, while it's it's transitioning now, has not been adequate to support the needs of an urban population and a population that has a high poverty rate. We had 4,700 student devices in the district period. when COVID hit, period. Not one-to-one, -one, not in the hands of students, like in buildings across the district. 4,000. 700. And we had 17,000 kids that we needed to maneuver and pivot to be able to become a one-to-one -one district. We became a one-to-one -one district over the next several months to be able to give our kids opportunities to still engage with classwork and engage with our teachers in a virtual setting. On the outcome of that, partly due to that, that big lift, was asked to become the executive director of middle school transformation and virtual learning. So a lot of deep work with our schools at the middle school level 
providing a better experience for our families and our students at the middle school level while also still having that input and that influence within the virtual realm. And then we had a, a new executive director of HR that came in. We had a void in that department for about five to six months and I had been doing some work to keep us afloat there. And as he came in and I was you know, transitioning some things back to the HR department, he kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, you know, would you consider coming to the HR side of things and being a director of HR on this side? And I really didn't think he was serious. And he had a lot of global HR knowledge. He had a lot of like high level knowledge across different states, different districts. And the institutional knowledge I had within the district, it was a really good fit. Mm. Worked in that role for about nine months. And then when he transitioned to another district, they tapped me to be, you know, to fulfill my role in that director space, but also to, to take on his role as well. Wow. Wow. So talk about uh, some responsibility and accountability throughout your entire career. I mean, it's pretty safe to say, like literally thousands or tens of thousands of kids, education and livelihoods within their academia lives kind of rest on your shoulders in, in a lot of ways. Is that, is that fair to say? Humbly, yes. Um, again, you, you've lived in Allentown. You've gone to, the, to, to our schools in Allentown. Uh, I know you and I care deeply about this community, so it, it is a calling, and it is one that I feel ready for and uh, indebted to, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to serve this community. That's incredible, and de definitely need people like yourself that really step up and, and really serve the community to be able to provide these different types of resources and knowledge share. But with that in mind, any advice for those that are looking to get into the education field or maybe it's the operations side and admin side of education or, or even those that maybe are already in the field but are just kind of wavering or waffling about what they want to do with their career, how to take that next step. And, and you've went from substitute teacher to in admin and executive, so you've seen the whole side of it. Any advice on for someone that's looking to take that next step and get in, into that next role or get into the field? Definitely. I, I do feel education, while difficult in urban education, while, while difficult and challenging, are careers that are extremely uplifting as far as the daily ability to see and feel your impact on the lives of our future generations. So it, it, when you talk about the ability to have and feel an impact, I do feel like while education has a lot of challenges, it has an, a lot of benefits that can't be quantified. From the get your foot in the door side of things, education is uh, a place right now where we are looking for individuals like on a constant basis. And you've rewind when I was, you know, started my career and I had to get another search just to help get my foot in the door. Damn. And now we're in a place where we're providing educators or aspiring educators opportunities to further their education level, further their career, further their compensation by joining our team. Mm. Um, we have a program that we're launching in March this year. It's called our Elevatar Emerging Educator Program, and it's meant to take paraprofessionals that are currently working in our district, okay, pay for their schooling, and take them from their current standing in education to a teacher certificate and a bachelor's, or if they have a bachelor's but it's not in education, from a bachelor's to a master's. We're extremely excited about that program. We have different partnerships with Lehigh University, with Cedar Crest, with LTRIC, that we're able to provide some credit reimbursement for individuals that have bachelor's degree that may not be within the education field. 
the great part about education is we have a ton of different roles where you can have an impact. We have nine different employee groups. We're actually a very large organization, 2,500 employees. Oof. It's got to be one of the biggest in the city, maybe even the valley. Correct, right? yeah. If you talk about just the city, it is one of the biggest. Obviously, some of our health networks that have expansive reach beyond just the city limits. But, I mean, you can get involved as a custodian, as a security guard, as a clerical, as a paraprofessional, teacher, administrator. And, again, we are a learning organization. Our superintendent, Dr. Carol D. Burks, puts that on the forefront of everything we do, that she is the chief teacher of our district, that she emphasizes learning and teaching. We have a partnership with Hampton University Online that allows members of our clerical, paraprofessional security, custodial to go back to school through scholarships, obtain associate's degrees, bachelor's degrees. Uh, As I mentioned, some of the support we're providing to our individuals and professionals right now to acquire full certification within their teaching fields. Definitely an exciting time in education. Our, our local representatives, you know, Pete Schweier, Mike Sloshberg, Josh Siegel, Nick Miller, Senator Coleman. I mean, these are individuals that have provided a lot of support to the Allentown School District and have increased through their efforts the funding. And we're at an exciting time in education, much different than we were just a couple of years ago. Yeah, wow. It does sound like a really expansive opportunity for for those looking to make a high impact and, and really have some job security, right? Is how the tables have turned from when you were first coming into the workforce. We're going to jump back into more of that and, and more other topics here with Will Sang here on Young Valley Leaders. We are going to take a short break, but we will be right back. Do you have vinyl albums, 45s, or CDs on your shelves that are taking up space and gathering dust? Why not donate them for a good cause? WDIY will receive profits from the donation, and you can claim a tax deduction. For more information, or to arrange for a drop-off or pickup, call 610-694-8100 or visit WDIY.org. All right, and welcome back to Young Valley Leaders here at WDIY 88.1, episode streaming live on air February 12th, as well as streaming on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, some social media, and wherever else you might be able to find this show. I'm Lewis Holzman, your host. I'm here with Will Sang, Acting Executive Director of Human Resources at the Allentown School District, along with a bunch of other things that you do in your life, right? So we spent the first half of this episode really digging into your career and and education, Uh, but changing it up a bit, it seems you're so busy in the community and not only just with the work you do with the school district, but you really fulfill and fit into so many other things. Why are you feel to be such a steward of the community, a public servant in public education, high needs district, but also a volunteer, a variety of different community organizations, just an activist for our community? And, and what drives that? And, and can you tell us what else you're involved in? Thank you, Lewis. Again, humbled to be here. Excited for the opportunity to touch on some of the things that that we feel have impact within the community that we work on. I do feel indebted to, you know, first and foremost, my parents, certainly a humble upbringing, but always provided what I needed. Grew up on 11th and Green in Allentown. My parents still reside there and have a feeling through my involvement in youth sports, uh, my involvement in, in the Allentown School District that I've just been provided opportunities by people that wanted to give back, you know, coaches that were there volunteering, teachers that were staying after hours to tutor, 
you know, parents that were driving me to different activities and events. A school district, as I was teaching there, that engaged in a partnership with Lehigh University that helped me acquire my master's. You know, I do feel indebted to this community as far as the opportunities that I've been provided and want to continue to provide them for, you know, next generation and then generation beyond and set up systems and structures that, you know, are sustainable to give more opportunity, more access and more inclusivity to the next generation. Um, And I think that was really where Allentown Young Professionals was really born, you know, in your and I shared vision with, you know, Mark Smith, you know, our, our founding member, with Lauren, who's been there since day one with us, really wanting to provide more education, more access, more opportunity to a broader, younger, more diverse society than where power and influence was traditionally held. And I think, you know, we've done a, a very nice job of that over the seven plus years that we've been involved in the Allentown Young Professionals group, five years incorporated, six, seven months now is, you know, the official 501c3 status, our Thanksgiving effort where we hit 43 what families where we were serving full in our partnership with Cracker Barrel and really through just a grassroots donation structure being able to provide meals that feed 10 to 12 people, heat and serve, uh, coat drive, book drive that we do with community services for children. Those opportunities are, are really impactful to our community. Grateful to be a part of it. We're on the Human Relations Commission for the city of Allentown, which is a, a worthy endeavor. And then also uh, uh, an adjunct professor with Lehigh University and the Urban Principal Academy at Lehigh, okay. which is helping individuals go from a a teacher guidance counselor or or a role within more of a teacher field and advancing their credentials to be able to acquire their principal certificate make an impact as an administrator in our schools in Allentown and Bethlehem as a large majority of those cohorts but nationwide as far as our recruitment efforts. Wow Uh, that's pretty incredible it seems you've been able to really tie in what you do professionally and what you kind of came up with in the community back to, I don't know if you want to call it what you do for fun, uh, but certainly uh, areas that you spend some of your volunteer time and then other extracurriculars. I mean, I know you also are part of Lehigh and with the shot clock and the scorekeeper for some of their basketball games. And that's got to be, you know, a little bit fun too, even though it might be technically work. Yeah, technically work, a little bit of a hobby. I mean, dating back to the CJ McCollum days, doing the shot clock for the Lehigh men's and women basketball programs. Men have a game tonight that I'll be doing the shot clock for. Definitely a little bit of a hobby, but getting to sit courtside at a D1 basketball game is is definitely uh uh, something I do for fun. And as people say, you're busy enough, you're crazy. I'm like, actually, I like, like first the things I would cut out, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. So, you know, changing it up a bit here, I know you're involved with some real estate. I guess the first question is, like, why did you get involved with real estate in general? Again, when we talk about our mission for the Allentown Young Professionals and being able to kind of provide opportunity and influence into a, a different segment of society. Our nonprofit focuses on investment in Allentown, the entrepreneurship, the political involvement, the, the educational support, the responsible residency and philanthropy. And I was fortunate to have you know someone 
and it was mentioned before, but, you know, Mark Smith, who was a former basketball coach of mine at William Allen High School, mm. kind of tapped me on the shoulder and be like, I think you should buy this apartment building. And didn't have a thought to do it prior and entered into that. And now 10 years later, as far as being a, a property manager and a property owner has opened additional doors for me. You know, you and I have worked on a, a, a project or two together recently working with a property management group that has opened some additional doors as far as investment in real estate. So certainly something that's very intimidating when you're just starting. It's, it's kind of hard to understand what the process is, what you need. Yeah. So I think through the Allentown Young Professionals, just as far as our network, through other people in the community that we have as resources to tap into, to kind of hand people off to is an opportunity that certainly I would ask listeners that want to get involved, feel free to reach out to us. AllentownYoungProfessionals.org is our website. AllentownYoungProfessionals at Gmail is our email. You can find us on social media, but certainly there are ways that can provide at least some insight into the process. I don't claim to be, nor would I, an expert by any means, but certainly have been provided some opportunities in that trusting relationships that I've been able to form to have some investment in real estate and some experience with the process. Okay. Yeah. And so it, it keeps coming back a, a rolling theme here as, as you're talking, the people in the community that you've met as a kid in some ways are also some of those same people or experiences that you're sharing as an adult that is pushing you into new avenues or new ways of thinking or, or providing other doors to open up. And whether that's in Bethlehem, whether that's in Allentown, whether that's in education, whether it's in community nonprofit, whether it's in real estate, there's a, a saying that the people make their own luck, right? And that those opportunities tend to find them. And it, it kind of sounds, seems like that's the case with, with, with you, just continuing to put yourself out there and, and letting those fresh ideas, those changes that could be scary or could be unknown kind of unravel themselves as the relationships build and as time rolls on. And I think that maybe is the hardest part. Get that from some people is like, well, how do I, you know, I want to do real estate, but how do you even start? Start? Uh, yeah. You know. It's a little bit of leap of faith. Yeah. It's a little bit of scrounging what assets you have at a time when it doesn't feel like you have any, and any, you may not. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> right. anything. And I think with the proper research, the proper due diligence, knowing that not completely infallible, the real estate market has been around for a really long time and has been overall very consistent as far as a, a place to invest in and taking a swing and taking a, an opportunity, especially going in with another person or two that can share the responsibility, that can share the financial expectation at the start of an endeavor can provide the opportunity for future endeavors, whether solo or with that same group that you're working with, is is a great way to take that plunge into real estate investment. Yeah, and it's tough because it really is a long-term investment play. It's not something that you expect to get an immediate quick return on. And so really keeping that in mind, and mm -hmm. that can be tough when you're just entering your career and you're scrounging up all all you have just for your own cost of living, what maybe a vacation or two per year, thinking about what is it like in my late 30s, in my 40s, in my 50s, how does time compound what we're doing with with money is a difficult thing to grasp but i think it's important especially as you start to venture out in creating whether it's your own family or your own nest egg or you're looking to do different things in your life hopefully knock on wood right time time continues to compound and you have a, a good decades of years to put that together and you're able to look back at something and be like oh, i'm glad i did that in my 20s yeah and one thing that i did not do 
but I know several others that did, is making one of your first purchases, if not your first purchase, a place that you reside in. Mm. Take advantage of the ability to get a residential loan for a place that you will live in and also have the opportunity to also have it as an investment property. You find a two unit, a three unit, a four unit, something in that range, purchase it, maybe yourself, maybe with a partner or partners, live in one of the dwellings there and be able to rent the others where you're getting close to the ability to finance your mortgage through the income you're making on the property. And then at some point, you move out, get another tenant in, and that's your first rental property as you move into you know another establishment that you're dwelling in. Makes tons of sense. And candidly, that's the road I went. So I, I definitely understand. So one thing that's interesting today in 2024, we're seeing a lot of growth in the Lehigh Valley. A lot of young people finding the Lehigh Valley home and whether they're coming back after you know growing up here and then leaving to college or just for whatever other reason and now realizing the valley back as a place to live or totally new from other places, Jersey, Philly, New York, Puerto Rico, Lebanon. It wasn't really the case when we were kids, though. Like you were not seeing younger people come back. So can you speak to maybe why that is and and in your eyes what some of those opportunities are for the young people and not just professionally, but like what is there to do for fun and, and maybe some things you like to do here in the valley? Yeah, I think that the Lehigh Valley offers a lot of great opportunities for a population that wants to be young and wants to be professional and wants to have a solid career but have outlets of of where they go and what they do. We're we're close to Philly, New York, New Jersey, DC, Baltimore, like we're really advantageously located within a, a, a traveling distance of some major metropolis areas. So certainly with the ability to work from home, with the ability to be in the office a day or two a week. It gives you an opportunity to be a part of a, a, a bigger city with a slightly lower cost of living. We have a lot of companies that are moving in here, taking advantage of NIS financing within our downtown area as far as companies. There's a large manufacturing sector as you hit sort of the outskirts of Allentown and into those suburban areas. I, I think we have like a nice selection of restaurants, I think, in this area. Yeah, um, definitely. little biased as far as having worked at Yule's for seven years, but Yule's Oyster House, Grill 3501, Henry Salt of the Sea. You got your your smaller corner spots as far as La Placita, La Pablita, El Jalapeno. Like, I think there's a ton of places that can really satisfy, at least for, for me, that, that food and foodie urge. I'm also an avid golfer, so... This area compared to maybe some places that are a little bit bigger on the metropolis, the Phillies, the New Yorks, like a really nice amount of golf courses and clubs. I think there's a lot of opportunity in this area and a lot of flexibility as far as coming to this area, making some connections, still being close to the more vibrant metropolis areas that are within driving distance. And this area is one of the top places to retire nationwide as far as the U.S. News and World Reports. Thing. So all ages, right? All ages finding the place yeah. of Lehigh Valley to call home and a really great, great place to live. Before we wrap up the show here, we'll really appreciate you taking the time and coming out and, and being the inaugural guest here. This has been a lot of fun. Any advice, final comments, words of strength, encouragement for our upcoming leaders that may be listening? For sure. Just a, a real quick plug. You can contact me through sangw at allentownsd.org, especially 
from the human resources angle, if you're looking for employment, if you're considering coming into education, if you want to hear more about what we have to offer, as mentioned before, allentownyoungprofessionals.org for our nonprofit, allentownyoungprofessionals at Gmail. My personal email is wsang4 at Gmail. I am on LinkedIn very recently. I'm not a huge social media guy. I took the plunge there. <laughs> but as far as advice, I've really tried to live by, and it, it really was thematic, especially when I was a building leader of wanting myself first and foremost as a leader, but our teachers, our our staff, our support staff, our parents, our students, like the goal was always be one day better than you were yesterday mm. and always be on a constant improvement cycle. Our motto when I was an elementary principal was a minimum of one year's growth in one year's time. So maybe you're not quite progressing to where you would be from an academic, like you're on grade level. But if every year you're progressing at least one year, you're making those gains. And that's the minimum. So we were seeing two and three years growth in one year's time. And that became our mantra. Everyone was really working, setting individual goals to be one day better than they were yesterday. And then one of the quotes that I, I, I constantly fall back on by Michelangelo is, the greatest danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and failing, but in setting our aim too low and achieving that mark. And I think you and I kind of live that as far as like how we would look at complacency with a bad taste in our mouth and always wanting to strive to be better, to do more. Those are two things that I would have as takeaways as far as just like setting your aim high, because if you fail and and you've heard that, you know, shoot for the moon, end up among the stars, like that, that's a very similar type of quote to, to that one by Michelangelo. But aim for as high as you can go and make yourself one day better than you were yesterday. Wow. Well, that's that's a, quite the way to wrap up the episode here. Well, thank you for that insight. And I, I couldn't agree more. Again, I'm your host, Lewis Holzman, here with Will saying in the first episode of Young Valley Leaders, we are coming to you monthly. We look forward to having additional guests in the future. Again, Lewis Holzman, Young Valley Leaders, Will Sang, thank you for your time today, and uh, we'll be signing off. Thanks for having me, Lou. Yes, sir. If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.